0: hi everyone so we are fast approaching halloween and it is our favorite time of year here at least mine is it your favorite time of year jenna yes yes so uh we figured we would talk about one of our favorite topics especially while the veil is thinning which it feels so thin to me right now what about you it is has been thinning for a long time, but yes. I'm definitely so feeling it's, like, gone. It thinned like. so early. It is, like, yeah, gone is the good way to describe it, really, at this point. There's just, like, it's, like, just nothing. Um, but we figured we would talk about witches because we know that it is such a sort of taboo topic, but it's also become so popular in pop culture the last couple of years, which is good and bad, in my opinion, or... You know, somewhere in between. I have a lot a lot of opinions on that. Um, but, yeah, we want to talk about witches. We want to talk about, like, the fact that they exist. That's what I yes, want to talk they about. Do. They do exist. And the fact that they are um, just – they have been part of our world's history since the beginning of time. Truly. And I think it's interesting,
1: even before we dive into the topic – I find it fascinating that when we were discussing what we wanted to talk about in this episode, both of us were like witches. Witches. So if it's on our minds, we know it's on everyone else's minds. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And maybe some of you listening consider yourself a witch. Or maybe you're just sort of intrigued by the concept of witchcraft. Um, Maybe you listen to other podcasts about witchcraft or about witches. So we're we're not a podcast that's specifically about witches, but I you know, do consider myself a witch. I know you don't, right? You don't go by that title. Or do you? Do you go by it now? Wait, or Do you accept that title? So, titles I don't know, are weird, right? Titles are weird for Titles me, are weird.
1: But, you know, my background, the way that I viewed witches was in a very negative context. And so... Because of your background. Because of my religious background. Yeah. So maybe that will resonate with some of you listening as well so we kind of want to give different perspectives and we
0: have very different perspectives on how we've arrived to where we're at so
1: so I don't know that I necessarily would call myself a witch but I am definitely witchy and I have been called a witch in many past lives yeah totally for sure
0: yeah she's got the witch wound (laughs) but um yeah for me I've gone back and forth throughout my spiritual awakening of like referring to myself as a witch or not referring to myself as a witch Um, I like referring to myself as a witch because I think it takes back the power of the word. I feel like I make it like a more positive thing and I feel like, I don't know, there's just something about it. Like I told you I had a dream a few months ago, right? Where I was like in a convenience store. So I was in a convenience store and I just started like, yeah, like going up to random people in line at like a gas station convenience store and I was like, I'm a witch, I'm a witch. So I feel like I finally got comfortable Fully with using the term because, um, yeah, I remember one time I had, like, this witchy bumper sticker about how, like, there's never been a war fought in the name of Wicca, which is true. Really? All, one of the only religions out there never had a war um, because that's not what we're about. But, um, and I don't consider myself a Wiccan anymore, but I did dabble in that when I was younger. Um, so we should talk about that. So what are Wiccans? Se- they are separate. Yeah. I fought
1: for a very long time and I offended a witch one time by asking her about
0: that. Did you ask her if she was a Wiccan? Or I what said, oh, are you Wiccan? And she, and said she no. was like,
1: I'm a witch. Like, yeah. very matter of fact. I was like, oh,
0: sorry. Yeah. Okay, I guess they're separate. Yeah. So I had this bumper sticker years ago. I was probably like 19. And it was like, you know, there's never been a war fought in the name of Wicca. And someone was like, are you a witch? And I didn't. was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's, it's weird. You never know how people are going to respond to it when you say that you are so it's like sometimes you want to even if you're out of the broom closet you kind of like fly back in you know so it's it's definitely interesting the whole process of like kind of like coming out as a witch and like mm-hmm. being I'm, I'm now unafraid to tell people I'm a witch and I think it's pretty clear I think people would call me a witch even if I wasn't saying it at this point so um but it's empowering I think to use the term especially because like you I feel like I've definitely been a witch in many past lives or a medicine woman or a man Um, and I feel like it's really empowering to like not be afraid anymore. And so I think the fact that pop culture is sort of becoming more accepting of the term, even if it's sometimes I feel like we're being mocked, but, um, or like people are, you know, maybe taking on the term when they're not quite ready. But, um, I think it's a good thing that we're becoming more aware of it and maybe like more okay with it because it makes the practices like we do here in the house of healing, like more accepted and more. Um, it makes more people willing to work with it, which is really just helpful for them in their lives. So in the long run, I think it's a good thing that people are becoming more accepting.
1: Yeah, and from my perspective, I don't really feel like it ever really left pop culture. Like I grew up, and maybe I'm dating myself, but I grew up watching like Nick at Night, Mm -hmm. and they had Bewitched. Dating yourself into the same (laughs) zone as
0: me. (laughs) Our teenagers are like, what? The teenagers listening are like, what are you talking about? What's Nick at Night? Well, so... At night, in the summertime, when you were allowed
1: to stay up late, um, there was a, a show called Bewitched, about a witch. I loved Bewitched. Wasn't it wonderful? She had a little, like, nose crinkle. Yes, and that's how she would perform magic, and her mother, Agatha, was great. She was also a witch. So oh, if you're yeah, not familiar... with her mom. mom. loved her. But if you're not familiar with that show, it's definitely worth watching. It's it's a classic, for yeah. sure. But just magical shows in general. There's, I Dream of genie. I Dream of genie. She was my other favorite. Loved Absolutely. her Yep. Um, Hocus Pocus yeah. is a huge one. Like, I, I feel like there are... Halloween Town. Halloween Town. My <laughs> daughter and I just watched that the so other good. night. good. I watched it with Cassidy, too. She so liked cool. it. Yeah. So I feel like it's always been in pop culture, but it's like, you know, a matter of how did you take it? Was it fearful for you or was it fun? Or was it even like, did you
0: just think it was make-believe? You know? I think I always thought it was make believe. Make believe, yeah. And in some ways, it is. Like the ways that they're describing witches, in a lot of ways, is like the make believe version of a witch, mm-hmm. which maybe is like more comforting to think of, like it being an impossibility that somebody could, you know, use their own energy to manipulate the world around them. You know.
1: Yes, and I think that that's the biggest thing. So, so they didn't necessarily take it away from us and and you know hide the fact that there were witches or that whether it existed or not, they didn't, you know, hide witches from us. But I do feel like they made it a very
0: distinct separation. Yeah. Like fantastical. Yes. Like impossible, which is like, which, which is, it's not like, it's not impossible. If you look at the real, like the actual definition of like what a witch has been throughout history, it's Doesn't like a medicine matter? woman. Really. There are people that used natural things to create healing to, you know, manifest things into reality, which a lot of us do now and we maybe we don't consider ourselves witches, but I don't know. If you're if you're manifesting some big stuff, you might want to you might want to think about that cuz you might be a witch. Um but yeah, I mean, I don't know, I could talk about this forever. So many tangents. But they show
1: because, you know, the power of, you know, movies and and um you know, the graphics that they can add and all the CGI now. They yeah. make it look so whimsical and magical and you know there's fire shooting out or lights coming out of their hands and like although that stuff does happen it's more in your third eye yeah as opposed to seeing things you know, visualized just, yes visualizing and i think that for me as far as embracing the witchiness yeah i feel like that was the, the hardest thing for me to accept was like accepting that magic is so natural and it, it's perceived in your third eye yeah it's
0: yeah and it's often not visible to a normal human eye like what's happening it's not always going to be like something levitating in front of you or like you know like I don't even know like turning somebody into a frog like it's not going to be like that it's going to be you know something totally different where you can't even see it until it comes to fruition and then all of a sudden you're like and like to me that's witchcraft like when you have an idea and you make it into a reality by just sheer willpower, like, that's magic to me. And, I mean, you know, we can talk about spells, we can talk about all these other things, but intention, like, is so magical. And I feel like, for me, the term witch is just something you choose to take on or not,
1: you know? So, I also read that it means... The word witch literally means wise. Yeah, wise. That is what it means, yeah. So, to take that and and make it into a negative is... of hurtful it
0: is hurtful yeah and I also think like the idea it's like all very like disempowering to women because primarily when we talk about witches we think about women men can be witches too for all you men out there listening you can totally be a witch yes you can I have a male witch guide yeah one of my spirit
1: guides amazing but I think it's interesting that you said casting spells too like when I think of words so I'm real big into like I forget the actual word for it, but where you take a word and you look at the original meaning yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, But look at even just the word spelling, right? Yeah. When we are using our words, they have power behind them because of the power of intention.
0: Yeah, chills. Energy
1: yeah. follows intention. What we say, what we spell out with words, yeah.
0: we are casting spells. Everything you do is a spell if you think about it that way. I think of my whole life as like a spell that I'm you know, manifesting things into reality with. So like the thoughts you have even that go through your head are like, you can think of that as a spell. The words you speak out loud. So ask yourself, like, are you speaking to yourself positively? Are you, are you bringing more goodness into your life by making positive spells about yourself? Or are you doing some dark magic on yourself by speaking negatively about yourself? And also, I don't like the term dark magic. I shouldn't have called it that. Because I think darkness is good. You know, sleeping, closing your eyes is good. The dark moon is a good thing. You know, that's when we manifest from. It's the, A dark soil is where we plant seeds. So I don't mean to call it dark magic. It's just a term I think we're all familiar with, and it's easy to understand. But um you could call it, like, you know, negative, negative magic. magic. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. But, yeah. Let's go back to the topic of Wiccans versus witches. Sure. Can I talk about that for a second? Please. So this is something that happens a lot for me. So when I first like got on my spiritual path I thought the only path to being a witch was to be a Wiccan and I have plenty of friends that are Wiccan and they have amazing covens they belong to and they love the work they do um but for me I so I like in general just rebel away from any organized religion and Wicca is an organized religion that was developed in I think the '60s, if I'm not mistaken. So it's one one of the newest religions, and um, it is organized. So for me, I think anything where you like tell me what to do in my spiritual realm, I'm going to rebel away from. So for me, Wicca, and and for many people, they love it. It's great. It's fantastic for them. Who knows? Maybe someday I'll I'll enter a Wiccan coven and decide to be Wiccan. You never know. Life is long, but for me, for now, I consider myself like an eclectic witch, which means that I just I dabble in different modalities that I find to be compelling. So some of them I might be drawn to from my actual like lineage and heritage. For sure, I'm Welsh, so there's a lot of Wales, a lot of witches in Wales. My mom, my whole life, which is very different from you. My mom always encouraged me to be a witch she was like, we come from witches. You're a witch. You're, you're from a lineage of witches. Our people are all witches. Like you just are. Um, and we are, a lot of us are like kitchen witches. Like my family is like very much like doing magic in the kitchen, serious love magic to nurture their family and themselves in the kitchen, like all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, but yeah. Um, so there's, there's options here. If you want, if you are listening to this and you want to be a witch, you can become a Wiccan. Um, or you can just dabble in a lot of different modalities and be more of like an eclectic witch. Um, if you if you really like want the title of a witch to call yourself a witch, I'm not a gatekeeper on it. I think anybody can call themselves a witch if they have a true intention behind it. I don't love when people will call themselves a witch and then they're not even like on a spiritual path at all. I think that that's not being honest to yourself. I think if you're going to call yourself a witch, you have to put the time and energy in to take care of yourself and your energy so that what you're putting out into the world is good. Um but a lot of people nowadays will call themselves a witch or witchy and they don't necessarily have those intentions. Maybe they just like wearing black or you know what I mean like do you know what I'm talking about? It's fun dressing like a it witch. It is. I mean, I have no problem with anybody like dressing as a witch and if you want to call yourself a witch, it's fine. I just would encourage you to maybe like be more intentional about it, you know? Cuz it's it's a really beautiful path if you if you get onto it. It's all about you know, learning about nature, learning about yourself, learning about your place in the world. And it can be really, really empowering if you really go with it. So if you've been calling yourself a witch, but you feel like you're not walking the walk, start walking it because it's fun. It feels good. You know, you don't necessarily have to do spells to be a witch. A lot of people think you do. You don't because like we said, pretty much everything is a spell. If you believe it is, if the intention is there, Um, So you don't have to necessarily sit down and be like full blown casting spells. Um, but you can, it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah.
1: And maybe some of you listening to this might be a little bit resistant to it, um, I would just say so for me. Okay, I grew up with a more religious background, but I still was always drawn and just I guess fascinated to witches because yeah. of movies and you know the the fun of it, the power probably too, right? The like power these incredible of it. women that are just doing. I always love a magic. strong female lead. That's Who doesn't always love it? Yeah. But I had just finished reading this book by Matt Oren. I hope I'm not mispronouncing his name. Um, and it uh, can I say the title of it? it sure. It's so good. Um, it's called The Psychic Witch
0: oh yeah you said and I just
1: finished it and first off I'm someone who's very drawn to nature like I love the planet I love the mm-hmm. earth I love the woods me I love too. the trees like nature is like my jam and mm-hmm. I've always been very connected to, to Mother Earth um, hence this beautiful tree if you're watching if you're just listening in I have a beautiful tapestry of this what I call Mother Willow tree behind me mm-hmm. and it just makes me feel so good But what I took from that book, and I'm definitely going to be referencing it in my life a lot, um, in my practice. But what I saw, you know, throughout reading this book was just the beauty and the intention of taking spirituality a little bit more seriously. Yeah. Is what I took from it. Like sitting down and lighting your candle and doing your rituals and calling in, you know, your team, your directions, whatever feels good to you. But I love that the author also said, you know, like this is not the end all be all. Like you take from this what resonates with you and you add what feels good to you.
0: Like things cannot stay the same. And that's what a true witch should say because our magic is also personal. Absolutely. 100%. I like that.
1: And yeah, it was just, it was so eye-opening for me because there were, you know, there were definitely, okay, you have to do these steps, but you can tweak them to also make them your own and just stay, you know, in this purity and in this, like, innocence of it, which I think is really beautiful, but doing it safely, you know, and in a protected space
0: as well. Yeah. One of the first witchcraft books I ever read it's funny like it, it was I don't remember even the author's name anymore but there was a while where I would go to the library and just take out all the witchcraft books and at your local library will have witchcraft books if you're interested in being a witch go to your local library they're there I
1: didn't know that they're
0: there for sure but um, one of the first things it was like take what you like leave what you don't and like full permission take what you like leave what you don't and that's what I like about you know being a witch Versus like a different like organized religion because a lot of the time it's like you have to believe what they believe. And if you don't believe every sentence, then you're like, you know, so there's something wrong there. So I really love, I love spirituality in general that's more fluid. So to me, being a witch is the best way because I go by what feels right to me and my intuition And then sort of, like, build my own religion around that. It's more accepting of people. Yeah. So I'm a little bit of a rebel, too. Or maybe a lot bit
1: of a rebel. Um, But I I feel the same way as what you said earlier, that anything that, you know, is an organization Mm. is not for you. And you were part of a big organization. A pretty big organization. So for those of you that don't know, um, I guess I'm going to make my little mini announcement. (laughs) Um, But it's no secret at all. I've shared my story on YouTube. Yeah, you can I, you can find her YouTube video all about it. Yes. So I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness, but my mom was not baptized, which means those were my religious beliefs and very much the only religion I, I really knew growing up. But I also celebrated holidays with the rest of my family who was not Jehovah's Witnesses.
0: Mm. So it's kind of an interesting
1: dabbling between two worlds. Yeah. Um, But very much having the fear instilled in me of anything that could even be possibly affiliated with witchcraft. Mm -hmm. But, and you and I have had this conversation before, it is interesting that a lot of Christianity really stems from pagan
0: ties, pagan origins. We could have such a long podcast going through all of that. Um, But one of the things that I find most interesting, and I just taught a class a week or two ago about witches around the world... And we could have a whole nother podcast about like where all the witches have come from and the people that are doing their magical practices. Um, but one of the things that I found out about when I was like preparing for that class was that one of the first, the first known mention of witches, period, in history, recorded something about witches is in the Bible. Is it in the book of Deuteronomy, I'm sure. No, it's in, um, oh my gosh, I don't remember. I wish I had the notes on it. We can add it later. But um, it's about a king who is going to war and there is like some, um, I think it's a soldier or something that died. So they get a witch to bring him back to life to fight. Isn't that crazy? And that's the first ever mention of a witch ever and it's positive in the Bible. don't remember that that yeah. was not
1: brought up for me <laughs>
0: I don't probably they, they're not going to talk about it because they don't not. they're going to skip over that part but um I don't know I'm just saying if you're if you're a Christian you also uh but they looked if to you're going to believe every word of it there's there's witches
1: in there bringing people back to life so they looked to the stars well Jesus brought somebody back to life Lazarus oh. his see cousin. I know nothing
0: about Christianity so please always <laughs> teach me <laughs> we'll we'll have other episodes in the future for sure um, but I'm an atheist turned witch. So, cuz I came from like more or less atheist parents. Well, my dad believes in God, but we never went to church and my mom, she's atheist/agnostic. So, I had to come to religion on my own, whereas you had to kind of like escape religion to find your own. Mm-hmm. So, it's I think that's so interesting that we have that duality there. Yes. Yeah. But we still have a theme of religion or yeah. spirituality throughout our lives. Totally.
1: And it's because of past lives. Yeah. When you do spiritual work, you tend to incarnate either into very religious families or like you, like in your circumstances, yeah.
0: where you have the freedom to search and find your truth. Which is really funny because my North Node is in Sagittarius, which is like becoming the philosopher and seeking the truth. So that's mm-hmm. part of why I had to be born with my parents that were like, we don't really, we don't really care about religion, you know? <laughs> and my North Node is Pisces, which is yeah. So you were like born into deep spirituality, and then you had to also sort of discover your own way about it. You had to be like the fish and swim erratically in all directions until you found your answer. I, that is so accurate <laughs> too. I swam quite a bit, and I de-
1: I swam down many a hole, and then back up, and back then around, yes. over here, over there. Yeah. But it is interesting too, like you were you were saying about um, being a woman. Right, and and of course, not all witches need to be women, but just in terms of like the, the Christian view on witches and taking power away from women. Yeah, you know, I look back to the education that I got as a Jehovah's Witness, and let me tell you, I did learn quite a bit about the history of the Bible and how the Bible was put together. Mm. And so, since the Bible has been put together, they have found other scrolls. You you might have heard of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yes. Love the sound of that. Just love the sound of that. (laughs) But these are other books that were meant to be in the Bible. Mm. And so what I did learn as a Jehovah's Witness is that there was an emperor, and I don't remember the the time, but there was an emperor named Constantine, and he was the one who decided which books were to be put together and put into this Bible, right? Yeah. So it's kind of power. What power that man had over history. And so those that still follow Christianity may believe that, you know, he was divinely inspired to choose just what God wanted people to have available. Mm -hmm. That's one perspective. Um, My perspective now is that he really strategically picked only the the books that would keep men in power and keep the masculine energy going. Chills up and down my whole body. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And. Many of these Dead Sea Scrolls, the the book of the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, yeah, not in there. The Gospel of Thomas, which is all about manifestation and how Ooh. to really hone in on your magic, that wasn't put Can in there. We talk about that sometime. That sounds fun. Absolutely. <laughs> um, the Book of Enoch. Now they have found. Oh, I've heard of that. Oh my God, so good. So that's a little bit uh, about aliens and stuff.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. But all of these <gasps> books, we need an alien episode. Oh my God, of course we, we have to have an alien <laughs> episode. But all of these books give you so much knowledge, so much power. They activate things within you. Wow. And they were left out of the Bible. Wow. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of our power was taken away with it. Mm-hmm. So during that time, and you and I have had this conversation. Yeah. During that time, you know, how did they change everyone to
0: Christianity without everyone rebelling? They had to take on pagan beliefs. So yeah, this, we, we touched on this briefly and then went on to something else, but we in our organized religions, we have so many ties to paganism, especially Christianity, because what they wanted to do was go to these different countries and really like recruit people for Christianity. And so what they did was they took their deities, their holidays and incorporated it. All of the saints are literal like goddesses and gods that were part of like the pantheon of gods like around the world in different cultures. So it's incredible how it's all intertwined. I mean, when I taught that witchcraft class, the one girl is, was, um, Christian and she said like, it's incredible how really there's just so much similarities. Like you can't really talk about witches without talking about Christianity because they just like took paganism, which is witchcraft paganism kind of similar, right? believing in many gods kind of thing. Um, it, they took all these things and just made them their holidays and things. So like, you know, Christmas is really Yule or it's Easter. Saturday, yeah, yeah. Easter. Easter is Ostara. Like all the holidays were just like transformed. So, I just think that's so cool. Like it's just so interesting. I mean, it's sad for uh, for the witches and the pagans, obviously, that they got their religion like whitewashed basically and just thrown into the mold of christianity but it's not all lost because it's in that religion too which is really interesting and um i don't know it's just fascinating i mean it is it does explain why a lot of people are not practicing witchcraft or paganism as much anymore because they made christianity kind of fit into it in Mm -hmm. a way yeah, so it's like, okay, like you know what? We'll
1: we'll let you keep your holidays, but we're going to call it Christmas from now on. And we're going to worship, you know, and we're going to say, say that it's about God. Yeah, we're going to say it's about Jesus's birth, yeah. but you know, we're going to keep it around the same time of year to like, you know, kind of break them in easy. We'll even do the same
0: traditions. We'll put a we'll yes. put a
1: tree in your house.
0: And for right? me,
1: and and this is just clear strictly coming from my perspective because Jehovah's Witnesses in my opinion now is is a cult. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not afraid to admit that I was definitely brainwashed into it, but looking even at this as an example, right, it's eye-opening. Like, look how easy we can be manipulated to say, okay, you can keep your stuff, but we're just going to, you know, filter it through this lens Yeah. and how easy it is to control people yeah. by first appeasing them, right, yeah. like kind of welcoming them in. Yeah. And it's very easy for it to happen even now. Yeah. So it's eye opening and it's it's a big lesson for us as human beings, as everyone who is alive listening to this podcast right now.
0: And the dead ones too. And the
1: dead ones too. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but like we are all living in, you know, critical times. Mm-hmm. Like we all chose to be here during a, a pretty cool time the as transformative as, time on earth yes, right now, for sure. Going into this next golden age and there's no coincidences why we are all here right now, why we're connecting through this, you know, this podcast, why yeah. we're here together, you and I, Sid. Chills. Chills this whole time. <laughs> but it's the truth, right? Yeah. So all of these things that we that we discuss, like there has to be some sort of, you know, lesson to be learned from it. Absolutely. And this is a huge lesson, not to let anyone take our power from us. Yeah. Whether absolutely. you consider yourself to be a witch or not, if you are a spiritual human being, yeah then don't let anyone take your power.
0: Keep your power. Don't let anybody indoctrinate you into something that is not feeling good to your soul. And, you know, always follow your third eye, your intuition. Make, like, pay attention to what you feel in your gut. Listen to yourself first and foremost. um, Because you know what's best. Like, as Ram Dass says, like, be your own guru. Yeah. You know, be your own guru. You don't need some spiritual teacher telling you everything you know you've got it all within you and you know jenna and i are happy to like assist people but we're not the type of people that would be like we know it all so we we've got we've got a little bit to sprinkle for you and we can help but um we're not going to save you you know you can save yourself and we're here to help you on that path but um yeah a hundred percent you are your
1: best guru You're your best guru. Yeah. But sometimes we need guides and that's okay. We all need guides. Yeah. Whether they're on the spiritual
0: realm or in the physical realm. It's always about
1: empowering yourself and looking within. And I couldn't have said it any better. You're, you have
0: all the answers inside of you. Yeah. All of them. And that's sometimes scary to admit. That's a lot of power. It's a lot of control, but don't give your power away. You know, it's, um, it's there for you for a reason and. The more you start to trust your own heart and your intuition, the more things will go well for you. So listen to that voice, you know? Absolutely. Something I always
1: will ask myself too, if I'm like uncertain of how I feel or if I hear something and I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. You know, you're only ever resonating from a place of love or a place of
0: fear. Yeah. So you can
1: ask yourself, you know, is this coming from fear or is this coming from love?
0: Yeah. And you'll know once you ask yourself, you'll feel it. Absolutely.
1: And if something, you know, is outside of you, like you're watching something and now you feel a certain type of way, like that thing that I just watched, is that coming from a place of love or a place of fear? Totally. Like asking those questions really helps center how are you things, and yeah. bring you back to your power.
0: Yeah. And how are things making you feel, right? Because it's like, pay attention to how you feel and what your thoughts are and you'll know mm-hmm. where you're at vibrationally. And so. I will say like, that's also what I
1: used when I went through my awakening, because all of, you know, spirituality was at one point in my life deemed to be evil.
0: Yeah.
1: And I kept saying to myself, like, why am I not scared?
0: Yeah. If it's evil, why am I
1: not yeah. scared? Shouldn't I be scared? Why am I not scared? But I do remember, you know, sitting in that chair you know, listening to the Christian indoctrination and being scared as hell. I was going to say,
0: so you should ask yourself, like, in in the opposite of what she's saying is, like, if you're ever in a situation where you're like, this should feel good and I'm scared, you should get out of that situation. That is your body screaming, hell no. Because sometimes things can seem on the surface okay or good, and then underneath it, there's something else going on. So, like, if you, I have chills right now. Um, again, if this is time it's in my legs, so it's grounding energy. But, like, listen to that. Like, li- if you walk into a room and you immediately feel awful, walk out. Like, if there's not some necessary life or death reason you need to be in that room, why are you there? Mm-hmm. Why are you there? Right? And the same thing if you're dabbling in the craft or you're looking to manifest or mm-hmm. do
1: witchy type of things. Yep. Okay, if it doesn't feel right to you, then you walk away from it. And sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes in the future, things do feel right. And you always have the permission to
0: go back to it. Sometimes it's just not the right time. Yeah. Maybe you're not ready yet, whatever. Maybe it's just not the right person to work with, whatever, who knows. But um, maybe it's not the right spell to do, you know. Um, Has it enhanced your life? Being a witch? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Especially, like, just, like, living ritualistically, which is a huge part for me of being a witch, is, like, having those rituals. I I really, I mean, for me, the moon work that I do is, like, my biggest craft that I'm extremely regimented about. And it's changed my life completely. From being a broke girl that couldn't afford to the toll from Pennsylvania to New Jersey to now owning a store and being able to, like, pay all my bills and support my child, you know? It's, like... myself you know pay employees like I can do all of this now because uh, of my magical workings and the things that I did working with my lady the moon you know and and just yeah she's my main goddess is just the moon goddess and I'm, I'm finally years and years later dabbling into other goddesses which we could talk about on another episode like deity worship, because that's a witchy topic we could definitely discuss, too. Um, There's so much that goes into the topic of witchcraft, so we'll have to have many episodes on many aspects. This is your intro. This is your baby witch intro. For those of you that are a little bit maybe unsure of what it is at all, um, it's not scary. It's really not. That's one thing. It's
1: beautiful. It's connecting with nature. It's connecting with your divine essence. Yeah. It's knowing that we are all one. Like All of the beauty of you know, spirituality and consciousness and, you know, everyone listening to this podcast, you're on some sort of spiritual path. Like witches believe the same thing. If they are yeah. authentic witches, they are very much, you know, in the realm of we are all connected. We are all one. Yes. We are all, you know,
0: essence of God. Absolutely. I think that's important to mention too, is like, yeah, the intention behind it all. In terms of like like being a witch and what it's all about is like one of the things I would like to mention is the idea of the the threefold rule, which is something that is mainly a Wiccan principle, but I took, it's one of the things from Wicca that I love, and it's that um, whatever you do comes back to you threefold. So yes. for me, especially on my spiritual path and believing in karma and all that good stuff, like the threefold, the, the, the whatever comes back to you threefold idea is huge for me because I never want to do anything to negatively impact someone else. Just in general, I don't want to hurt anyone even if they've hurt me. But knowing in addition that that karma comes back to you threefold, why wouldn't you put good stuff out into the world? Do a healing spell for somebody that's hurt r- rather than to do a, you know, a bad karma spell to somebody that needs it cuz guess what? Karma's going to get them anyway. It might take time, but sometimes waiting the time for the karma to come through is more validating than trying to push for it or feeling resentful. Um, so I always recommend, like, focus on you with witchcraft. Focus on what you want to create. Don't focus so much on what everyone else is doing because that way you also leave yourself in victim consciousness. So we don't want to be in victim consciousness. You want to be the hero of your own life because you guys are. If you're listening to this, you're the hero of your own life. So so main message of this podcast today is own your power. Own your power. Own your power. Can I just add one more thing? Yes. Because I love that you said that. Yeah.
1: Um, I was told by a witch that when you are casting a spell or like pointing a finger, right, like sometimes you can mm-hmm. do, do 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 it with your pointer finger, but notice how there are three fingers pointed back at you. Yeah, so
0: take your finger, take your pointer finger and point it out like you're holding, you know, your little gun or whatever, your finger gun. Mm-hmm. What are your other three fingers doing? Like physically do it right now so you can feel it and see it. So whatever you are sending out, you are getting back three folds, like you oh. said. I love that. I never heard that analogy, and I'm obsessed with that. Ooh. Yeah. And I, not every witch believes that, but I will say the ones that do, their lives are better. I don't know. From what I've seen, their lives are way more positive. The, those witches that I've met that let, ignore the threefold path and do a lot of negative stuff to other people, it, I feel like it comes back from what I've seen in my practice, and I've been doing this for a while now. So Well, it's with anything, whether you're a witch Karma, or not. It's
1: universal laws that you're working with. Like, we are manifesting every second of every day, whether we are aware of it or not. Yeah. So what we put out comes back. Whatever we have in, we see out, you know? As above, so below. As within, so without. You know, it's, it's all intertwined into witchcraft into spirituality for, for me it's yeah. the same thing oh maybe it's, one the, day, same. Maybe I one day it's the same maybe one day i'll say i'm a witch i'm not sure the, the
0: it, i mean it's all the same like you don't even have to say it you know what i mean if those of you listening are like i feel like i am but you don't need to take you don't need to claim that title titles are not that important right so own your power just own your power at the end of the day own your power <laughs> just your own your power, own that's your power. All. and with that i think we'll close the podcast
1: that was fun fun. if anyone does have questions though yeah um, you can I I think you can comment on the episode so if you do have questions or it you know sparked curiosity about anything else you know go ahead and leave us a comment because we want to engage with everybody
0: yeah we want to engage with you we want to know what you want to hear about we want to know what you liked about the episode if you have anything to add feel free um we
1: love you guys And in November, we are going to be having some guests coming in, so we're going to keep you a little surprised for that, but we have someone really, really awesome, so look forward to that in November, and we're going to keep bringing you spiritual topics, so thanks
0: for being here with us. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.